This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. I guess the question is, do you have to be a jerk to be successful? I think we've talked about versions of this before, but uh, Steve Jobs was notoriously known for working people to the bone and kind of the trope in general of the boss is that they are a jerk. Um, I think to some extent you have to be, but you can't be 100% a jerk all the time because no one will follow you. But I think if you're a nice person and you put your people above your company, ultimately the jerk is going to be more successful, whether that's right or not is up for debate. But do you agree with this concept that you have to be a jerk to be success to run a successful company? So yeah, that's my question. Does it do you have to be a jerk to be successful or do you have to be a jerk to be a boss? I think maybe both. I think uh that being a jerk or maybe jerk is 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 used as someone that's willing to make a tough decision that doesn't make uh people happy is kind of what it is. Like I guess there's the famous famous Steve Jobs is not accepting things that aren't exactly what he wants to be like, no, I don't care if you want to go home and watch your kid's soccer game, you need to stay here and make it work. And I think people call that a jerk. And some people might say that is driven and company focused. Well, there's a thousand things to get into here. First and foremost being that I have a really good friend who was actually uh, a direct report to Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And he would be in these executive team meetings. I don't know if I brought this up before. And he always said, you know, and that was my question. was like, oh, I'm sure he's horrible to work with. He's like, no, 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 no. If you know what you're talking about and you're talking to Steve Jobs, you will be fine. So if you have your P's and Q's and everything lined up, you'll be fine. The other thing you need to know about Steve Jobs is you knew what you needed. You needed to know when to bring things to his attention. So the bottom line was there was a way to deal with him. A, number one, know what you're talking about if he didn't suffer fools. And B, bring it up at the right time. Put it in his purview when he needed it. So, yes, he was tough. Yes, he was exacting. I'm I'm assuming if you worked at Apple, you knew that was going to be the case to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if jerk is the right – I'm sure he was ornery. There's lots of stories out there. But I feel like that's the same with any boss. If you know what you're talking about and you bring it up at the right time, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Maybe the you have to be a jerk to be successful is more of a new concept in our culture where it's like everyone needs to be nice to me or what some people call the snowflake generation. Like, I think if you talk to Tim Cook, he probably wouldn't say that Steve Jobs was a jerk. People that were successful around him, like you're saying, if you know what you're doing, that's great. But if you go to your boss as a failure, like probably the more successful ones are going to tell you without sugarcoating, like you messed up and you need to fix it. And I think that's what's turned into becoming uh, called a jerk. Yeah. There's all sorts of maniacal jerky people out there in the world. Some of them have to happen to be bosses. And I feel like the main reason is that people are jerky just to use that stupid word is that they don't know themselves. There's lots of things that happen in their life and they're unsettled with their emotions and they take it out on the rest of us. Some of those, and by the way, 
some of that drives them to be very successful and starts companies because they got this giant hole in their soul and they think money and everything will fill it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of personality that, that have to come together for you to be successful. There's a guy that I worked with that was very good at what he did, but if something went wrong, he would hit the, the panic button real quick. And so if you went to him, it was always the nuclear option. And you're like, all right, well, I don't even want to go to you with a question because you're going to flip out. And so he never really made it to that high of a level. Like he was a, he was a director, but he, he was never going to go above that because he couldn't control himself. Yeah. And I think that's the thing about like anybody that becomes some sort of a boss has to make difficult decisions and there's no way you're going to make everybody happy. Use this analogy with being a basketball coach, right? An NBA coach, you've got 15 people on your roster and they all want to play all the time. So there's no, every team's the same way. All the people want to play all the time. How are you going to deal with that? And the, and you, what you hear from the people that do it best is that they're honest and upfront with people in their roles. And it, it's the ones that kind of uh, don't communicate the best on how someone's going to play in their role. Those are the people that have problems. So as a leader, are you communicating what you need and can you give the bad news in a way that respects people? As someone that's had kids in sports for a long time, what is the cutoff or have, any of your kids reached it where the best players should be playing and the bad ones should be riding the bench? You know, that that's a 10,000 long answer because like what a, like we're at this point where my kids are still young enough that, it, that nobody's going to be a professional athlete. So it's really about team and learning and what are we trying to get out of it? So, yeah, I'm sure there, there's – you can ask my wife about this. She just recently started becoming the volleyball coach at, her, at our kids' school and she decided to play everybody as opposed to winning. And then they end up losing the championship because she decided to play everybody. So there's really no, it's everybody's different philosophy on that. Yeah. I mean, there is, I guess, a line. Like if you have, I don't know why he came to mind, Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback in high school. And you're like, well, little, little Larry Olson needs to get some snaps in and he puts you <laughs> in and, and you don't even make the playoffs. Like you get less exposure. I don't know what the answer is, but that's a question I always think is interesting when it comes to sports, because there is a line. Maybe it's college. Maybe it's the pros, but there, I don't know what it is. I have a really good friend who was a pastor of a very large church, and I really like this guy. And I remember asking him, once, like, how do you manage people at a church, no less, where everybody thinks everybody's perfect? And his whole point, his, he just said, you just start with the realization that everybody's human. We all make mistakes. We all have problems. That, so if you understand like, hey, we're going to make mistakes, we're all human, and then go from there, you can manage people because everybody's going to mess up. And it's the managers that have patience, by the way. It takes a lot takes a lot to be patient and answer questions. But if you understand we're all going to mess up, give a little grace, you can teach up, and then you can be a manager. But that's not the way the world works, right? There's all sorts of bad managers out there. Yeah, because that's not really a skill that we get taught too often i think that's interesting too like managing a church or or depending on what your mission statement is would be different for, versus like uh, a capitalistic company where we need to figure out how to sell widgets for more money and it doesn't really matter the morale i would say church uh, morale matters more than apple employee morale and i would argue that at this day and age it doesn't 
I think churches are just as bad as uh, I would argue it's even worse to work at a church than it is a company because you think they're going to take the morals into it and they don't. It's bottom line. What are you doing? What are you providing? Are you working hard enough? The, the, all that stuff doesn't matter at a church. Yeah, I guess that's true. And the church is full all the time. Yep. Unilateral decisions get made. Congregations leave. You out. Money dries up. All sorts of stuff. Wow. Didn't think we'd start talking about churches folding, but here we are. <laughs> well, if you have a jerk pastor, please reach out. You can find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, the Church Twitter, of Larry, or Instagram. I'm the private pilot for Joel Oldstein. And thanks for stopping by.